Hi, and welcome to Save Your Sorry, the podcast where we tell you about the rise and fall of your favorite or rather least favorite celebrity. I'm your host, Jose Angel, and joining me is my co-host and best friend, Katrina Rochelle. How are you hey. doing today, Katrina? I'm great, Jose Angel. Today's a Katrina Light episode, so who or what shall we be talking about today? Well, it's been a couple of weeks, so I don't know if it's still in the news, but I found this topic or this person to be interesting. I said, well, why don't I cover? So today's episode, I will be discussing reality TV star Drea Michelle. Hmm. Are you familiar with Drea just by name? What show is she off of? She is off of a show in which maybe they were talking about the lives of wives and basketball wives. I feel like I do know which one she is because I used to love basketball wives. I think you do. Yeah. Like, okay. She's the model, right? Yes. The pretty one. Light skin. I always hear stuff about her, but I like never know. Yeah. That's Drea. My favorite was Evelyn. Oh, of course. You like that clip of her patting herself? <laughs> not not that one, but I just saw not to go on a tangent so early, but I just saw that clip again where her and Tammy are arguing. She's like, you know, I'm a fucking factor. I'm like, I love that. That was your thing. You kept saying it. I still say it. You do. When we talk about Dre and Michelle, Dre's been popular and on our TV screen. She's been kind of controversial. Recently, when I had seen Dre in the news, it was for something kind of totally different than anything else she's kind of been known for. Been called some harsh names and accused of things that we actually have talked about on this show. And I thought, because this is a slight role reversal of what she's been accused of, I kind of wanted to talk about that later in the episode. But before we get there, let's start at the beginning. Now, Drea Michelle was born Andrea Michelle Howard on January 23rd, 1985. I think it's in Reading, Pennsylvania, but to be fair, it is spelled like reading, so it could be either way. That's where Taylor Swift's from. Really? Uh Uh-huh, Reading. Of course you know that. Christmas tree farm. What does that mean? You're just talking in Swifty language. (laughs) (laughs) Christmas tree farm. That's where she grew up on a Christmas tree farm. Pumpkin spice latte. Like, <laughs> Jose, what happened to you, bro? What the hell happened? You're never listening. She can't. If she released this next album, I'm I'm taking your fucking phone. You're not allowed to have it. I'm already requesting that day off, April nineteenth. <laughs> Got to request the day off. I, I am. Know, I, I know you're not lying. I know you took it off. <laughs> I'm debating you're taking the next day off too. I might need. You know to. what? Just for that, I hope she postponed it a week. I hope you. No. Get your, I hope you get your days, and I hope she postponed it one week. <laughs> That's just mean. That is a little mean, but uh, like I said, she's Andrea Michelle Howard was born January twenty third, nineteen eighty five, in Redding, Pennsylvania, to an African American father and an Italian mother, and she's an Aquarius. At a young age, Drea let it be known that she was interested in the fashion world, whether it be just modeling or modeling and fashion designing. She wanted in that world, and shortly after graduating from Reading Senior High School in 2004, that is something Drea began to pursue. She also had to work a lot harder than I think other people her age because at 17 years old, Drea was a single mother. She had her first child, Nico. So it wasn't just her that she was now supporting. She was supporting her and her her newborn child. And from what I have read and seen, the biological father has not been heavily involved in this child's life. I think 
since after conception, it seems like. Oh, that's always sad. 100%, because Bitch was not the only one here. Mm-hmm. Now, Drea had like a unique look. She's very beautiful and very skinny, but, you know, some people would call some of her features like bird-like. Her elongated neck or sometimes her eyes she was skinny but she also had some curves after kind of gaining some small opportunities with photographers and modeling drea made a portfolio featuring her best work her best looks her best photos sent that out and began to garner a lot more interest and a lot more opportunities with both uh magazines and music videos um i gotta ask yeah. Did you say bird-like, or is that like a common theme that people say about her? That was a common theme I was seeing about when she was trying to enter the modeling world, was that she was very beautiful, but some people, which is kind of weird because then you hear the opposite. They love that type of stuff, but they, they were calling her features bird-like. Like They were talking about her neck, and they were talking about her eyes, and I was like, I okay, do but see I thought y'all liked a long but I thought they liked the long neck and like yeah. sharp features. That's what's so weird. Uh, yeah, it's like you you take it and you twist it to say it's ugly. When I don't, you liked it on that white girl. <laughs> <laughs> She's stunning. Like she is. She definitely has like a unique look. That's what I'm saying. I, I thought she. When I found out she had a little bit of trouble entering that world, of course it's expected because not everybody gets to be a model. But I thought it was interesting considering how beautiful she did look so I, yeah. yeah i figured i put that in there garnered a lot more uh interest and opportunities with her uh portfolio featuring her best work that was putting her in some real big uh magazines and music videos so around 2009 and 2010 she was in pleasure peas under video she was in the dreams walking on the moon video and she was in Estelle's fall in love video and a couple others, but those are like the big ones that I saw. Now, at this time in Drea's life, she is a single mother to her son, Nico Howard, born in 2002, like I said before, but she was linked to a few high-profile men as her career turned up. People like Kenyon Martin and Gilbert Arenas, who are basketball players, and then you have entertainers like Wiz Khalifa and Ray J. But her biggest relationship would be Chris Brown around 2010. Now, why this became her biggest relationship was because Drea was one of the, I think, one of two women that Chris Brown had dated publicly right after the Rihanna fiasco situation. I don't know how people would like to to phrase that, but basically... The attack on Rihanna. The or the attack on Rihanna. After that, um, in 2010, I think Chris Brown dated model Jasmine Sanders publicly, and then publicly he dated Drea for some months. And those were like his first two high high profile, high profile relationships after leaving Rihanna. So, you know, Drea wasn't big, but she was getting known. So that really put her on the spotlight. People were like, who's this girl with Chris? Where's she from? What she do? And, you know, they delved into her past, found out she's a model. She started in videos before and so on and so forth. I can imagine that could also bring a lot of hate to her, though. 
from oh, of course, because then people are like, well, why are you with this abuser? Didn't you just see what he did to his last girlfriend? You're stupid. So, yes, Drea did get both sides. You, yeah, that. you have that. And then you have the fans who, like, want Rihanna and Chris back together. So they're going to hate her, too. Not even. Yeah, it's kind of. Yeah. Like you said, it's kind of like a threefold, actually. It's not even just two. Yeah. You got the people who are envious, like, oh, my gosh, you're with Chris Brown. Oh, my gosh. Love this. Hey, you know, I wish I was you. Then you have the people who are like, you're dumb, you're stupid. This man has hurt a woman before publicly. And then you have the, no, you're not his one true love. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, there's something about celebrity relationships that the shippers are that so invested in. Very, very much too involved. I think this also kind of led her to be like put on the radar for being cast in Basketball Wives LA. Now, is that true? I'm not sure, but she did get cast in early 2011. It was reported that she would be on the show. I mean, it didn't hurt her chances. Really didn't. If anything, it just made her more popular that you wanted to put her on there because she was already in the news cycle. Uh-huh. I, I know we just talked about Basketball Wives at the top of the episode, but just to reiterate, were you a fan of Basketball Wives, period, or was it just L.A., or was it just the original series? You you already kind of answered, but... I think it was just L.A., because that's the one with Evelyn, isn't it? Yes and no, right? So I don't remember. What, so what happened, I think, is Basketball Wives premiered, and it was in Miami. And those were the first couple seasons. And then either Shawnee moved to L.A. or whatever. Somebody moved to L.A. And then they did Basketball Wives L.A. And a couple of the people from Miami ended up coming to L.A. And then they stopped Basketball Wives, period, and then rebooted it as Basketball Wives. And you have people from both franchises. in. I think that's why I get confused. But yeah. Yeah. During the early seasons, I watched all of them. I don't remember them, but I did watch them. Okay, so you're probably a little bit of both. And like you said, you said you checked out of L.A. towards the end anyway, so you probably yeah. weren't there for the newer seasons, but you knew the the Drea period and the stuff before. Yes. I can't speak for ratings, but Basketball Wives was very popular. It was popular when it came out. We were still in college. It was very popular, and I think that's why they decided to franchise it. But I do think that even though the original put it on this map, I do think the L.A. franchise blew blew it out the water. I also think, now, this might be totally wrong, but I think that Basketball Wives was like one of the first, right? Because then after that, you got the Mob Wives and you got a bunch Baseball Wives, which did not was not successful at all. But it was all like Let's the VH once. I want to look up mob wise because I know it probably came before that ba- baseball and all this stuff, but I am not sure with the mob wise. So I'm gonna I love up. mob wives. <laughs> I think my mom was into mob wives for a long time. I know the big players, but I do I did not watch it. Okay, so it looks like basketball wise was first. It premiered in 2010. Mob wise was 2011. Yeah, I just remember after basketball wives there was like a slew of shows not all of them made it <clears throat> popular but mob wives was one of them oh definitely yeah some made the cut some did not i think there's anything with mob in there was winning there was also a like an r&b one oh r&b divas hollywood divas i just remember r kelly's or X hollywood x y oh no it was hollywood x it was something i know what you're talking about because uh-huh. 
It was R. Kelly's ex-wife and it was uh, Will Smith's first wife and some other people. Yeah. So, yeah, that that was the that was the the thing back then. Uh, reality TV focused on wives and girlfriends <laughs> and exes. You know, once you get one and you you like when the formula works, let's just try some different things with all the same different formula. wives. <laughs> yeah. So um, with Basketball Wives LA, I particularly think Dre was casted as the beautiful model slash video vixen that was known to date basketball players and other high profile men in the entertainment industry seated in a cast among mostly married women. I think she was kind of meant to be thrown to the wool. She was supposed to create good TV and spark fighting and arguments because she was they were all beautiful women, but she was the the single one who is known to be in their world without being attached like them. Uh-huh. And I feel like they kind of view her as a threat. Definitely. Not everybody, but definitely in the first couple seasons, you see some insecurity, some projecting. I mean, it's all good TV, but when you rewatch it, you're like, yikes, y'all do look a little bitter. <laughs> Uh-huh. I feel like they tried it was like the same formula with Royce. Is that her name? Oh, beforehand, yeah. Yeah. And they tried to tear her down. Yeah. Like, I, and they kind of succeeded low-key, but it was it was a lot of you, you're acting like this and that. And it's like she's a single mother making a living, having some fun, and she's not even like being what's the word? Like real explicit. They was getting on her for like twerking and shit uh-huh i just was watching that episode i'm like damn she's not even doing that all that much Mm-mm-mm. uh like i said i think she was meant to kind of be thrown to the wolf so to speak to create good tv and you know have everybody at the edge of their seats to see who's gonna fight who's gonna win is anybody going to do some low blows? So on and so forth. And that kind of ended up happening. What also ended up happening is people's past secret stuff were all revealed and came out, including Drea's. I think, uh, I don't re- remember what exactly transpired on the show, but for one reason or another, a couple of cast members looked up Drea, put her name into a Google search and saw a whole bunch of blog posts come up about her being arrested for child endangerment. According to these posts and a few other articles, in 2011, around the time she was still supposed to be dating Chris Brown, I think, Drea was charged with child endangerment because she reportedly left her seven-year-old son at home by himself with a key, some frozen TV dinners, and a home that did not look the best. It was very unkept. And the rumors were while her son was at this house or apartment by himself with these frozen TV dinners, she was either in a different town or county or whatever partying with Chris Brown or was supposedly working, which what type of work you're doing, you have to leave your child overnight several days. I'm not sure. Yeah. I mean, I could, she could be partying, which is her work, you know? (laughs) I mean, she could be like doing the promoter parties and all that type of stuff, getting money because she's kind of becoming more known with her name, popular like that. If I did a damn babysitter. Thank you. I mean, even I was trying to think about my own experience because 
being a single mother is hard, especially when you don't have any help when you have multiple children, which Drea at this point doesn't. But I was trying to think about my own childhood and there, there's only one time, I don't know, I might have told this story on, on the podcast a couple of times before, but in third grade, I came, I, I lived right across from the school and my mom was supposed to be home. This was even, this was way before she even gave me a key to come in. She was actually supposed to be home, but nobody was home and I was locked out. And I was freaking out. I didn't know what to do. I had never been locked out of my house before. I'm trying to open up the door and the windows. It's not working. And a policeman drives by, comes out and sees what I'm trying to do. Ask me what's going on. I said, I just got home from from school. My mom's not home. I'm trying to get in the house. That's how ignorant I was of policeman, child, parent dynamics. (laughs) (laughs) I was just feeling my guts like, yep. Hey, officer, I'm home by myself, unattended, <laughs> trying to break into my own home. That and the police sense. officer just helped me break into my own home, helped me open up the window, held the window open for me while I climbed in, uh, shut it. And then I uh, went to the front room to unlock and open the door. And I said, thank you. And he said, you're welcome. And he left. Never saw that man again. That's crazy. And you said you're a third grade. How old is that? The, it, talk Eight, about nine. me. Yes, I was trying to do that math too. <laughs> at the at the max, I was nine. Did you look bigger? Like, did you look older? What you trying to say? I was always fat. <laughs> you trying to say I was a fat child? No, big butterball. No, um, I think in third grade was when I was beginning to put weight on me, but I don't think I was big for my age at that time. I was just a regular third grader. I don't. I want to say it was a different time then, because I feel like I was left alone all the time. Yeah, but never, I'll tell you this, but I was never left overnight by myself. Me and yeah, my overnight's a different not, I don't think, it, and if I was, it was never until I was like a good teenager. Mm. So, yeah, I don't think so. So while I could understand Drea a little bit, not entirely. Also, you have parents at this moment still. Her private life is really private. So there's not a lot of information known about her mother and father. I do know that her father unfortunately did pass in 2021. But I do wonder in times like that, why did she not like reach out for family? But either way, uh, they ended up, you know, overcoming that. She was charged, but as far as I saw, she didn't serve any time or had any like huge consequences for that. But, you know, there was a police report. It was put out everywhere. So she kind of got the public embarrassment, if anything else. Yeah. Um, there was there was a rumor that she lost custody. I don't see that anywhere else. So I'm not really going to include that as a fact. I'm just going to mention it as a tidbit that somebody says she might've lost custody, but even if she did, it was only for a brief amount of time and she must've regained it very fast. Okay. And they, they've moved on from that unfortunate situation. I'm sorry. Uh, did like you say how it was discovered that she left a child there alone? No, I, Jose, I looked up and down. I don't know how they found out she left this child alone. <laughs> Either it I had to be like a tip or it had to be I, some, somebody out. tipped them off. I don't I don't know how or what, but I just know that after she came back, she was she was charged. So I they they laid in wait. Huh. And they, they waited until she came back to her house. That is that's bizarre right there. Inside job. 
It could have been. It could have been someone that knew and gave a tip. Or somebody who, well, like, well, yes, of course, somebody knew and uh, left tip or somebody maybe like she tried to get to help and maybe Drea didn't like the circumstances they were getting the help. And they said, okay, I wonder if she left that baby alone. Oh, she left that baby alone? I'm saying something. It could be just because people, you know, report something does not mean they always do it with the best intentions. Mm -hmm. They could do it. Or I don't know why I didn't think about this. If the, if the boy has a key and has frozen dinners, he could be going out playing with friends and doing all this other stuff. And other parents and kids are like, man, I ain't seen your mom in a couple days. It could be that too. Uh Uh-huh. Or, you know, kids are like, they don't really know time that well. So they go out and they're like, can so-and-so come out and play? And they're like, no, get your ass home. Like, what are you doing out this late? Where's your parents? Yeah. She in California. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if she was that far. I'm just saying. Yeah. Even though it was brought up on the show and blasted by the cast members and then found its way onto getting on social media and she was subsequently roasted because that went viral. Uh, I mean, the jokes and memes were insane. They were everywhere talking about how she left that child. And it was all at Adrea's expense. But like I said, they moved past it. The internet moved on, found something else. But the internet never forgets. And we'll get to that later. Drea stays on Basketball Wives for four seasons until 2015, when she ends up leaving the show for kind of greener pastures and the work that she genuinely wanted to focus on. Like I said, she was really into fashion. She uh, really wanted to focus more on her fashion designing, as well as some, some acting. During her tenure as a Basketball Wives, you could say, she started two fashion lines. One was a swimwear line called Mint Swim, I think, or Swim Mint. That's bad. I don't know. I think it's Mint Swim. Okay. Either way, it's a dumb name. (laughs) My bad. Sorry. It didn't help with me fucking it up, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) She launched that in 2011. Uh, She said she saved about $12,000, and that's what helped her launch that swimwear line. Low. Back in 2011, swimsuits? Yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah. Swimsuits aren't that expensive, or they shouldn't be. I think, well, you're right. It is kind of low, but I also think that she could have some other help. She could have a, another backer, mm-hmm. somebody else, like, big picturing this. But who knows? She also could own this all 100% outright. I'm not sure. And then uh, she launched her second uh, clothing line. It's a lifestyle clothing line. She called that one, <laughs> if you hate it, meant swim, boy. This one's called Fine Ass Girls. That one's better, at least. Okay, okay. Oh, no, it's not. Okay. Uh, initials? Okay. Damn, you're too smart. I was gonna, I was not gonna mention it until you said your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, everybody also pointed that out. But hey, Fine Ass Girls, it is. She ended up launching that in 2013. She ends up leaving Basketball Wives in 2015. She's still doing her thing in fashion because in 2016, she does her third line called Beige and Coco. That's the best name so far. Okay. Had to wait. (laughs) Now, so getting into her acting bag, she started in a few movies in the surrounding years after leaving Basketball Wives. Will to Love is in 2015. She has Perfect Match in 2016 and Bring Out the Lady in 2016. The first and last one, Will 11, Bring Out the Lady, are TV movies. 
She's still she's out climbing there. that ladder. She's getting booked. She's booked and busy, as they used to say. I don't think people say that no more. What the fuck's wrong no. with you? Yeah, I ain't booked and busy no more. Now, in the background, her personal life is kind of facing some ups and downs. Drea had begun dating this NFL player, Orlando Scandrick, in 2013 while she was still on TV. But in 2015, they would break up for a short amount of time and then surprisingly would reveal that after a month that they were actually engaged. Oh, wow. So I guess, you know, absence did make the heart grow fonder. I love it. They end up welcoming a son named Drew in 2016, and they continue being a couple on and off until about 2019, when they officially call it quits and they are done. Then, soon after, Drea would find herself in the next controversy right around the corner. But before we get to that, I just have to insert here. Remember when I said the internet moved on from Drea, but they never forgot? Yes. Let's talk about that. <laughs> there was a mini controversy that Drea encountered in 2017 when she posted on Instagram about her son's homework and helping him. Let's talk about it. Let me bring up the receipts before I talk about this. Okay. So she's, she posts a screenshot. It's her, it's her, uh, her son, Nico, the older one at this point. Drew's only a year old. Just want to clarify that. Okay. So Nico texts her and says, mom, are you for real? I didn't get a note card. Now I'm not getting those points. Dre responds to her son, shaking my head. I'm going to write a rude note. Then she responds again and says, should I write what I really want to say? Because we can take it there. Okay, whatever. Then everybody's like, what, what the fuck is this about? So this is her comment explaining what this is about about why her son doesn't have any points what the homework problem is and why she can't stand helping her son whatever okay. Dre says let's discuss this nico has this four minute speech he has to memorize and recite fine splendid now his teacher is requiring me to sign papers every day saying he's read the speech five times out loud and stuff over thanksgiving break i had to sign 18 times and now it's still every day here's my point I'm all for helping my child with his homework. But at this point, she has him harassing me with this speech. I don't want to hear it no more. I'm hearing it two times a day for a month straight. I'm finna memorize it. Not to mention the topic is about how American history isn't present, isn't present as much in college education. Then she does sleeping emojis. So you can imagine what a snooze this thing is. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking crazy about your son's homework. You can imagine how much a snooze this thing is. Last night he asked me to sign and I said no. Tell your teacher I'm done with this. And now today he doesn't get points because I don't want to sign it. It's not my damn homework, but it feels like it. What y'all think? Now, the internet told Drea what they thought. And they thought her dumb ass was stupid. Why? It's not even a serious situation, but why bring it to the internet? Like Exactly. It's just such a stupid thing to, one, even be mad about. You just sign your name. It takes two seconds. Like you're Two even seconds. That's just, it's such, like, sometimes these celebrities, they just, they bring it on themselves. And she brought that on herself. I, I feel like sometimes it's not even that y'all lose in touch with reality in the finance way. Sometimes y'all just don't understand, like, you had a child. 
Your child has homework. They need you to participate. And, and why would you make it harder for your child by not doing something so simple? So simple. Everybody probably told her she was wrong in like her personal life. And she's like, well, I need someone on my side. So let's post this online. That's embarrassing. You ain't got no real people. If after <laughs> they told you the good, the, the, the real that, okay, girl, I get it. It's tedious, but you got to sign it. You know, you know, he ain't gonna get no points. If you don't sign it, just sign it. And, uh -huh. and the thing is, let's say she's, um, she doesn't do exactly what the instructions are. She don't listen to him speak. Why do you still not just sign the paper for your boy? <laughs> it, it you don't even have to listen. Just take the thing out this bag and sign it and be like, nah, Nico, I got you already. Okay, whatever. You literally are costing your boy some great some some points on something so stupid. And then you're causing yourself more grief by taking it to the internet to get roasted again. After, like I said, they don't forget. And what do they bring up promptly? The same child you couldn't even bother being around for. Now yeah, you're getting roasted for not even signing a paper. That's what makes it look really bad, having that aspect of she's a neglectful mother in the past. Yep. So they ripped her ass uh, a new one, uh, brought up the past, past neglect, basically the laziness of this whole predicament and you exposing yourself. More jokes, more memes. But yeah, they was just joking on her just saying the worst things, but also some true things because, you know, there's always a mix of people just taking it too far, but there's actually some good critiques in there. You just got to sift them out if you're actually looking for judgment and advice and, and, and tips. Yeah. But I don't think so. I think she was just looking for, like you said, agreements. Uh-huh. This is absurd. Yeah. I was, I was trying to say, like, do you think she's a bad mother? Is she a lazy mother? Or was she just a mother who was complaining about her child's homework, but she just did it in the most selfish way possible? I think, yeah. I'm not going to label her as a bad mother or lazy mother. I'll leave that to the state. Don't say that. <laughs> but, you know, it's just people always want to shit talk moms. It's like, we don't really know their situation. But yeah, it's just, it's such a stupid thing that people just want to die in a hill on it's like just let it go like sign your damn name girl and 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 leave it alone but yeah she ended up deleting that post thank god now that we're done with the mini scandal let's go to the main controvert not the main one but the one that she had coming around the corner so the year is 2020 and as i have previously covered before there was a big event besides the biggest event that happened in 2020 and that is the shooting of Megan the Stallion. Oh. Now, Megan the Stallion, as we have mentioned a thousand times, was shot in July 2020 by Tory Lanez. And since the moment it happened, it was huge news. It was constantly talked about, debated. I mean, till this day, we are still mentioning and talking about it in a multitude of different ways. Yes. Even though people are saying they're tired of hearing about it, but they still bring it up. Now, we're not talking about me. I have a reason to bring this up. Okay. Now, at first, when the initial shooting happened, there were conflicting reports. Nobody knew exactly what happened. We were all confused. Social media went crazy. But very shortly, it was cleared up via social media and Meg and a couple of her uh, acquaintances or friends 
that Megan revealed Tori shot her. And in response, Tori told us everything but who shot her. So, I mean, take that as you wanted. So, anyways, what does Dre have to do with this? Yeah, what does she? In July 2020... Drea was a guest on the Wine and Weed podcast, and she was speculating on what happened that night in the car between Megan and Tory Lanez. So Drea is quoted as saying, I predict that they had some sort of Bobby and Whitney love that drove them down this type of road. I'm here for it. I like that. I want you to like me so much you shoot me in the foot too. I want you to like me so much that if I'm trying to get out the car, And you're like, no, sit your ass in the car. And I'm like, no, nigga, I'm getting out the car. And he goes, no, you're not. Back, back. Now, the most unintentional, hilarious part of this is after she says this, the host says, well, Drea just went viral. (laughs) (laughs) And he was not wrong. (sighs) Now, what do you think me say? What what do you think based on what do you think? Period. We just tell you what Drea said. It's a sad thing, really. It's kind of like how people always like romanticize like the Joker and the Harley Quinn, even though he like beats her and like treats her bad. Exactly. Like, they, they want that all-consuming love, even if they hit you. And I, I don't know. It's like a, it comes from a sick way to view love. Maybe that's how she saw love. I mean, she dated Chris Brown after he beat Rihanna, so. I mean, actually, now that you even said that, I didn't even think about that as part of it. But yeah, that, yeah, I thought the whole thing was weird. I thought if you really want to show, and I hate to to do this to a woman, if you want to show your class, just decline speaking on it. If anything, just support the woman. She was shot. Or (laughs) if you don't even want to do that, don't even comment on it. Skip it. But to comment on it in such a, I kind of feel like in a jokingly manner for something so serious is irresponsible. And the fact that it was cleared up via Megan what happened to her and you still said that. And and I don't know about, I, I mean, I watched the Megan video when she talks about getting shot. It wasn't no happy-go-lucky video where she was smiling and laughing and everything. So I still don't understand how all this came out. You were like, man, let me turn this into a joke. But, you know, whatever. Not um, even it, though she romanticized it. Yeah. I, well, I say it like she a joke because at that end, that whole... Fiction. Yeah, that whole, you know, uh, I'm I'm getting out of the car. No, you're not. Bye-bye. Like... That's that's like you trying to tell it in a jokingly manner, like this girl didn't get literally shot at. It's just weird. It's very weird behavior. Yeah. Megan does end up responding. She says, I want Oh, she so she responds, but she doesn't mention Drea by name. But I mean, with these tweets, who's she talking about? So yeah. she does the first one says, Dumb bitch, that shit ain't fucking funny. Who the fuck jokes about getting shot by a nigga? Ooh. And then the second one says, and fuck all the whole ass niggas making jokes about it too. I'll talk about shit when I get ready. Okay. The stallion spoke. She said it. She stood on it. She stamped it. So like I said, Drea wasn't on reality TV, the the big thing, but I think she did have like a small like Zeus show at this point. I think it was called like Doses of Drea. And she was a, a Savage Fenty ambassador. So it doesn't take long for the clip to be circulated on 
Twitter, Instagram, everywhere. Drea is once again being shamed, being talked about how, you know, she has these choices and she always making a left one. Fenty responds as well and she ends up losing the Savage deal and she issues an apology via Instagram. And the apology goes like this. I just want to take a minute to address victims of domestic violence and abuse of any kind and just overall humans. I was wrong to insinuate that there is room for violence in loving relationships or any relationships for that matter. I was wrong to try and find humor or make light of the situation and understand that my joking nature was damaging and hurtful. It was poor judgment and I deeply regret it. This is a sincere apology from me to everyone. It is always my intention to uplift women and especially black women through my platform, my businesses, and my words. Now that may be more to that apology, but that's just, that's the main chunk, which uh-huh. I mean, it's a decent apology, but the damage is done. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, you're an apology uh, critiquer, grader. I did like the apology. Oh, you thought it was a good one? Give it yeah, a, I will give it a say grade. That. Um, because she owned up to it, she apologized for it. Okay, good. Because at the point, like, there's no, she's not to get her job back. She knows that. So good to just apologize. I see that she was just trying to be witty, like, in her stupid way. I don't think she, like, meant harm to Meg or domestic violence. It's so stupid to say. Who would want that type of love? That's what I'm like. It's just, like, so everything she does is so stupid. Like, she just makes dumbass decisions. Yeah. <laughs> like in the moment. And the thing is, I can tell it's in the moment. Like she posted that on Instagram in the moment, thinking, I got him with this one. She said that on the podcast in the moment and said, Got him with this. One. Yeah. I just, if I like knew her, I'd ask, Are you stupid? Like, is there any issues that we need to know about? Damn. Not you roasting her like that. I think after after all the people we covered right now, she comes off as the dumbest. Yes. Damn, that's crazy. With to peace get... and love, of course. Yeah, I mean, I mean, power to you, Drea. But damn, bad decisions. So time did move on, and so did Drea. She didn't get the deal back, but you know, she made some other moves. Uh, she kept managing her fashion lines, and she ended up uh, partnering with Pac's son in 2021 to carry her swimsuit line in their stores and she was still even um acting occasionally in either a show or a tv movie she she definitely didn't stop working now we come to what she's been in the news for recently and criticized for so in august 2023 drea was seen with houston rockets basketball player Jalen green leaving the stadium after a game uh, between the Rockets and the Trailblazers. And what is so scandal scandalizing about this whole situation is Drea is 39 years old and Jalen is 21. And to put a little bit more sauce on it, Nico, Drea's first son, is also 21. Oh, disgusting. This, uh... Uh, So this was back in August. Then it got even more hot when about last month it blew up because uh, Drea was seen, I think, at the airport with uh, Jalen, dressed a little bit more modestly, bigger clothes, and it kind of looks like she might be pregnant. Uh Uh-oh. So with the pregnancy rumors came the grooming allegations. So when I heard the word grooming, 
especially word that I have used, I said, hmm, I don't like this relationship. I think it looks trash, but is it grooming? Is it grooming? And I said, let me look up the definition of grooming. So so the one I'm going to read the two I think would most apply to the situation we are talking about. which is the practice of preparing or training someone for a particular purpose or activity. And the other definition I think this would conform to is the action of attempting to form a relationship with a child or young person with the intention of sexually assaulting them or inducing them to commit a legal act, such as selling drugs or joining a terrorist organization. Okay. They kind of ran off into a tangent at the end. So I'm just going to use the action of attempting to form a relationship with a child or young person with the attention of either um, getting something sexually from them or coercing them to do something. And was he 21 when they met? Yes. I looked up these two people, Drea again, Jalen, Mm-hmm. I looked up some of these videos of people talking about Drea and what they were saying. And I feel that Drea is 100% wrong. Now, no. they are consenting adults. This man is 21 years old. He's completed whatever college he's completed. And he is now in the NBA. Drea has almost lived double this man's life. I think uh-huh. there's a 17 or 18 year age difference between them almost 20 years i think that it is as obvious as everybody else what these two people are getting from each other you know uh we assume that with the wide age gap he is using her for oh i hate when i hate that i have to sound like this (laughs) but it seems like he might just be using her for her body as well as her reputation that is known about her in the entertainment industry. And she most likely is using him for the status he is because he is a very um, new shiny uh, basketball player he, uh, that's gaining popularity as well as his money that he will come into the longer he stays in the league and stays healthy. I just think that I don't think it's grooming, but it looks predatory because she's dated a wide range of athletes and entertainers in her age range before this relationship. So it's like she she can get people in her age. She has been around people her age. You specifically went looking for and maybe you didn't go looking for, but you pursued. So you intentionally pursued a man who was almost 20 years younger than you and who is literally the same age as your son. I don't think that Jalen Green has given Drea Michelle something that nobody else in this world could give her that is her age. And I just don't think it's, it looks right. But some of these men who are so like, oh, we finally got one, which there are plenty of women who are predatory. There are plenty of women who have groomed other men, other women and so forth and so on. But people are so like caught on this high profile woman uh, dating this really younger man that everybody's like, oh, we got you. She's a groomer. They're going like straight to like, what's the word? Extreme. Yeah, I think it's yucky, but I don't know if I would classify it as grooming just because he is a 21 year old man. Like his brain's not fully developed, Mm -hmm. but I don't want to 
infantilize infantilize him too much. Mm -hmm. Because I think he should like be able to make a decision. He should know at this point. She's old. She has a kid my age. Like at that age, you know what's happened. You're not a little naive boy. Like I'm sure he knows what's going on. And Mm -hmm. we're both consenting adults. I don't really care. I think it's disgusting, but I'm not going to like call for the witch hunt against her. And like I said, I think she's dumb. So I think the older (laughs) people that she talks to, you know, maturity rise, she probably relates more to this boy. You think so? Maybe. I mean, so I have a question for you and this is, I I already have an opinion of about this, but this, I I just want to know yours. So we already know, uh, you know, May, December romances happen, you know, a little fling here, unexpected feelings, whatever. Do you think this would be looked upon as harsh as people are, are looking at it, like calling her a groomer and a predator, if there wasn't the rumor of her being pregnant by this man? If they're just seen together and it's like, ugh, yeah, okay, they're in a relationship, quote, well, quote unquote relationship or a fling, whatever you want to call it. Does that look better compared to them being in a relationship and she could be pregnant? Is you think that's what's bringing out the harsh critiques or do you think it's just altogether it's bad? I don't think the pregnancy really adds anything to it. I think, I mean, if they're today, you know what they're doing. That's true. Yeah. But some people might think, and this is me just playing devil's advocate. I think people are doing the groom part. They're trying to make groom uh, mean something that it does in a way or trying to add another definition to it. I think what people might be insinuating is she's with this young man who has a lot of earning potential and he's very young. A whole, if if people are familiar, think um, Brittany Renner, PJ Washington. You meet this young NBA player who's doing really great, has a lot of earning potential you quote unquote snag him and in order to keep him in your pocket both financially and personally you get pregnant by him and maybe people are taking that as a quote unquote grooming situation as in she she got close to him so she made sure to get pregnant by him yeah like she trapped him or whatever but yes baby trapped him. we never know he could be the one saying i want a baby and she's like no i don't really feel like i already got two i don't take care of and He's like, no, I want one so they get pregnant. We don't know. To be fair, though, if you, a 39-year-old woman, <laughs> let a 21-year-old persuade you into getting pregnant, bro, I, you didn't do th- that's That's what you wanted. I'm just saying. I'm yeah. Just saying, I, if you, <laughs> ain't no 21-year-old man. I don't know their dynamic. I that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's either both or her. I can't see no 20-year-old man saying, yeah, I want a child. And the 39-year-old saying, no, and I'm saying, but really, and she's like, "Well, you're the one, <laughs> you're the 21 year old." Okay. <laughs> I do think that we are kind of overusing groomer, though. I agree, and I think when you do that, it kind of weakens it because grooming is like a natural, horrible thing that people do. Yeah, but if okay, if she would have met him when he was younger, I could see it. But 21. It's still young. It's still yucky, but but I don't know. It's just 
it's just I, I don't think it's grooming yeah i would never call it grooming because she didn't know him when she was a minor and then kept up a relationship with him until he crossed over into being an adult and then got and then just like got in his head and tried to start a relationship that way no these were two separate people one is 21 one's 39 and then they got into each other's orbit and decided to pursue a relationship. I don't think it was a good choice. I think that Drea, of course, is way more to blame than Jalen. Cause like you said, he's the 21 year old. He's the one who could have been like, damn, I remember seeing Drea back in the day. You think I got a shot now, you know? And that's not to say that, you know, well, basically what I mean is that she kind of holds all the cards. He's a young man who has the world at his feet. He's really famous right now. Got a lot of money. He's going to be trying it with everybody. If you're this woman who's over 20 years old or almost 20 years older than this man, and he's spitting to you, he's talking games, trying to get with you, whatever you want to call it. And you still are like pursuing that. Uh, I think it says about something. It says a lot about you, and I think it's something that you intentionally wanted. A lot of people don't accidentally get in relationships with somebody 17 years younger than them. Yeah. It's, it's mostly on purpose. It's, you were looking for that. You wanted that. Uh, that's true. I. If anything I said makes sense, take that out of it. At least get that part. <laughs> I just... I don't know if it's to the level of disgustingness. Like, it's gross, but is it... It's not criminal, of course. I agree. Yeah, that's why I wanted to talk about it, mostly because I know we sit up here and we have a lot of male celebrities that we talk about who we use that title for. But I think we make sure, like, we try our damnedest to make sure that we're saying that when it actually does apply. It's definitely more of a gray area, but I do feel if it was a male doing it, like, no one say shit about it but i don't think they'd be kind of grooming like do people talk about leonardo dicaprio grooming? i was just a, i was about to bring up leo i was gonna bring up the man who i think low-key has done a little bit of that scott disick yeah like um he's just been allowed to date 18 year olds for the last 10 years i don't know what the fuck's happening there's a yeah, few like more guys can of. date early 20s and it's okay so i don't the early 20 things would throw me off yeah, and the people will say, well, no, we talk about those people all the time, but they're not like shamed to the point like some other people are. Like they should be shamed more because I don't think it's it's right. But like you said, I think um I think rumor is harsh. I think people are not using it right. Um, I do think she's a little bit of a, a predator. I think she intentionally didn't uh I don't think she sought him out, but I think once he was in her sights, she knew what she was doing. But no, I don't think she's a groomer. I think she's just taking advantage of her looks and her status. And she's getting the man that she wants to do what I guess she wants. Now, I personally, unlike you, I do think that the words got harsher as her being a groomer when she when the rumors came out about her being pregnant, just because I think people are using groomer as a way uh to replace baby trapping. <laughs> yeah, like you could, if that's a more thing that you can say, you can say she's a baby trapper, you can say she's a gold digger, you could say, you yeah, know, she I w- only mm-hmm. dates these men because she wants that life. Yeah, but, I, yeah. 
before I would call her a groomer, I'd call her a gold digger. That's perfect. Maybe maybe we need a new word for it. Like I just <laughs> I just don't think groomer fits applies. Yeah. I think, I think so it, too. Yeah, I think it comes off too harsh. Let's spend some time thinking about a bridge word between, between <laughs> gold digger and groomer. Yeah. But we, yeah need to, I, we need to invent that. I wanted to bring that up just because I saw it in the news. I thought it was a um, kind of more role reversal for what we've talked about before. We mainly talk about men, celebrities preying on women. This was a good case of a woman being portrayed as preying on a man as well as having, you know, prior history of, you know, some dumb shit, as you said, in her past. So, you know, I feel like people just hate Drea. And I think it's because of the child neglect charges. You know, that's like the worst thing to people is being a bad mom. Already, like, you know, people try to mom shame you for no reason. But now there's an actual concrete reason you left your child alone. So. And I think with uh, paired with the rumors that she might have been partying. So it's that whole, oh, you're a pretty girl, but you can't even take care of your responsibilities that you, quote unquote, asked for. Like, you, you're a mother. This is your job. Stick with it. But you're too busy uh, wanting this life that. To me, that's, that's not why, yours. That's why I think the hate kind of rose up again about grooming when she's pregnant a third time because they try to say, you know, she lost custody of her first child, but she did it. She got him back or whatever. And then the second child, they were probably saying she's not a good mother. She can't take care of that child. So then she proved she still has that child. So now third child is like, well, she already proved she can take care of her child. So she's a groomer. <laughs> you know, it's like, let's just move on. Let's just demonize her more. Yeah. I, I think she, it's, it's, she can't win. Her past is against her. But also when you, make decisions the way you make some of the decisions that she's made it's like I'm decisions yeah it's like well not every we really can't save you you just got to do what you did before which is just let time pass and hopefully people forget it i don't really know her but i just feel like there's people in your life or people in my life i, I don't want to speak for you but when i'm about to be around yeah, them I'm yours self because i'm like i know they're stupid i know they're dumb and i don't want to be mean you do you know what's so funny? You've actually did you say you had, what? did you first of all did you say you had to prepare yourself before you're around them because they're stupid? Yes, like I know, and I'm like I don't want to snap at them too much, so I'm just gonna okay. I've seen you do both. I've seen you like say, Oh, we're about to be around, blah blah blah, and they're so stupid. And then you've also said, Okay, we were supposed to go to blank blank blank's house, but we're not because they're so fucking stupid. That sounds like I don't have the energy. I'm like, I cannot be nice that night. That long, I do not have the energy in me. That shit was funny, and it, it'll be a time I'll be like, "Oh, we're gonna go to Blank Blank's house," and you'd be like, "No, they're they're fucking stupid today." And I'd be like, "All right, just I guess me and Jose today." <laughs> I I honestly do that to protect them because I know how I am when I'm <laughs> in a mood, and it's like if you're stupid and I'm in a bad mood, that's not gonna work out because I'm not gonna hold my tongue. Yeah, I've been there a couple times. Now, granted, to be fair, I don't think. I've only been, I think I've only faced your wrath once and I can't remember when or why, but I think it's only been once, but I've definitely been there. Um, we've been drinking, maybe it's the three or four of us. And one of those people was pissing you off Ugh. and you just start saying, you let, let's just, let's, let, let's call, uh, let me get a name. Let's, let's do red. We'll be drinking and you'll be like, you know what, Red? You're so fucking stupid. 
God damn, Jose. And then I feel like, like the whole day you've made this decision and this oh, just stupid ass fucking decisions. I can't, I can't wait till I leave, but I just wanted to let you know that what you did, it was stupid. Like at the moment, I have to tell them, but then afterwards, I feel bad, and then it pisses me off more because they made me feel bad about me <laughs> about about that being stupid. Drea <laughs> is providing. I used to hang out with Jose, y'all, and as soon as I I heard the first beginnings of a monologue or a tell off, I'd pull that Uber app so damn fast. <laughs> I try not to. Start looking for the next available car. (laughs) But you know, now I drive now. (laughs) Ha ha ha. But, ooh. Once I became nicer, I I was so afraid I was going to lose that. And then I remember someone pissed me off. I'm like, I still got it. Oh, no. Trust me. You can't lose that dragon. (laughs) It's deep inside of you. Now, now, just so people know, when someone pisses me off now, I just say, I need to go. It's time for me to go. <laughs> because if not, I didn't, I destroyed something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not as vicious as you used to be 10 years ago. Not even 10 years ago. I'm sorry. It's more like six. But still, you're not you're not that same person. Yeah, I there's a work in progress. So to close out on Drea, that's kind of uh kind of towards the end. Um I looked at her social medias because it still hasn't been confirmed or she's denied being pregnant. She's posted some swimsuit pics, but just like any other pregnant celebrity before her, you could just be storing pics and posting it later for your ad campaigns and all that other stuff. And then the other picture she has where she's in big coats and all this other stuff, that could be your new pictures where, oh, you're actually hiding stuff. So I really don't care one way or the other, but um, I guess we'll see in the next coming months if she's actually pregnant. Because once again, like I said, I'm not sure she's saying no, but they always say no until the baby comes out. That is a new trend, the surprise drop of the baby. Yeah. Some of them aren't really good at it. So it's a surprise, but it's not really. But yeah, like I said. Good slash not good. (laughs) You said who? Hallie Bailey. She tried. She mostly succeeded, but they had called it out so early that even though she was still hiding it, Everybody knew. <laughs> yeah, that's why I said good, but not good. Because everyone knew, but the dresses that she was wearing, it was like so creative. I'm like, you go, girl. You hide mm-hmm. that And I kind of feel what she's saying now. Like, people are like, girl, you try to hide that pregnancy. Don't show us all this stuff now. It's like, no. I was protecting my peace. I wanted to make sure I had a, a peaceful and safe pregnancy. Now that that's over and my child's here, I, for my actual fans and not you assholes who like to keep talking about me, I want to share some of those nice moments, some of those behind the scene things. Like, that, why are you mad for? You can keep scrolling. It is crazy that people are trying to feel like they're entitled to know. Yeah. And man, it, I, the thing is, I used to be like a stand back in the day for certain people. But even then, I wasn't like so like... I don't know. I feel like I kept my thirstiness inside. So many people are so outwardly like thirsty and creepy and scary that I'd be like, oh shit. I was not, I, I don't think I was a stand sometimes because I'm like, I, <laughs> I've never gone as far as some of these people go, not even close. What I see on Twitter, I'm like, maybe I'm not a stand. Like, we have a pop culture, a celebrity podcast, but. I still don't feel like I've never been to that like that level of crazy. We're fans. We yeah. we have 
We are fans. <laughs> I don't know about that other shit. We're just normal. <laughs> We're normal people. So, yeah, to wrap up, uh, Drea, that's kind of it on that. So, you got anything else to put on that? You know, speak to that? So, we like to usually end our episodes with a piece of media that either we are loving, we're hating, we want to uplift and celebrate, or we want to condemn and shit on. What about you today? You got got a media? You want to go first? I do. I'll go first. All right. Sounds great. Media is. The Grammys. Um, talk. Oh my! I didn't even think about that. Let's talk about it. Come on. So I knew the Grammys was happening, and I really thought Taylor was going to announce Reputation, Taylor's version. Like that's what the clues had been leading up to. Yeah, um, you Swifties and your clues. But then, before the Grammys, her site went down. It went black, and it had a code on it, which if you decoded it, like put it in the right order, it was red herring. So people are like, "What's the red herring?" Like, are we doing reputation or not? So I was watching the pre-show on YouTube, which was live. And I fell asleep and I woke up and I'm like, <laughs> I woke up and I was watching the award show. And it only took me about 20 minutes to realize it had switched on YouTube and the Grammys weren't on there. And I was watching the, like the old Emmys. And I'm like, <laughs> the Emmys? I thought today was the Grammys. <laughs> but <laughs> then I finally switched over and I was watching it on a TikTok live since I didn't have a channel for the Grammys and I didn't know where to find it. And I saw Taylor announce her album. I was so happy. I was stunned. I was speechless. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I caught the end of Tracy Chapman performing, which I was a little sad about, but I rewatched it and I love Tracy Chapman. Love her. What else happened? Miley's performance was okay, but we used to watch award shows all the time. I love award shows and I really wanted to get back into them. So I did watch the Grammys. I People were mad at Taylor, whatever, for no reason over everything. They were mad that she announced her album there, which mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. They were mad that she was excited, which when you break records on Grammys, maybe you can dictate how people act. They were mad that she was standing up. They were just mad. Um, Jay-Z said that Beyonce should have album of the year. I don't think he meant it as a slight to anyone there, though. I felt like people were trying to say that. And I don't really think he meant it that way. I just think, like, genuinely, she should have won album of the year. Because she wasn't up, you know, this year. So it's like, he wasn't attacking anyone there. I think he was throwing some shade. But it was clear enough what? that it he didn't made- have a name on it. So it's it's one of those, oh, if you're offended, he's talking about you. Yeah, he said that little joke of some of you would think that you got snubbed. Some of you don't even deserve to be in there. Which I thought it was a funny joke. I think that's one of those half jokes, half half I'm talking. Yeah, I loved Beyonce's hat. I'm ready for her country album. She looked crazy, but I said Beyonce can turn anything. Okay, I see where people are saying that. I just think there was a big hat that gave shadow over her eyes, which was not all that flattering in all the lights, but she looked good. Mm Mm-hmm. There was the pose. Got her Doug Dimon on, owner of Dim's Damn Dimon on. I do. I want to do. I do want to talk about album of the year. Um, I'm glad Taylor won. I do think she deserved it. Obviously, Midnight's is my favorite album by her. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was good. I would also have been happy with Lana winning. I thought Lana's album was okay. Mm-hmm. Olivia Rodrigo's album, I love. This um, mm-hmm. is. I tried to get into, and I don't want to sound like a prude, but it was like a lot of cussing that I did not like, like too much for me. So I was like, 
Since uh, right now, I'm not feeling it. Maybe later. The other ones I do not. Too much cussing. (laughs) You're hilarious. That's it. it Just who who is my friend right now? (laughs) I don't mind cussing, but it was too much. I the thing is, I don't remember how how far into the SZA album I got into, but that's not why I exited it. I exited it because it just wasn't my vibe. I just couldn't get into it. Like I did her other album. I really wanted to because everyone was talking about it. And I wanted that one song, the I Need a Big Boy. But that's not even on the album. It's an SNL song. Yes, yeah, the SNL skit. That's the best song she's put out. <laughs> put it on the album, girl. That's, you hilarious. Know that's funny. I the thing is I this year I didn't have any stakes into album of the year, but I did think that it was between Taylor and SZA. Just yeah. because those were the two most. The thing is, I don't know about Lana or anybody else, but as far as who's in my algorithm and what I saw, SZA and Taylor's albums were the most critically acclaimed and the biggest bestsellers. So I thought definitely was going to be one of them. I kind of see it both ways. Taylor's an unstoppable force at this point. So if she wins an award, I kind of understand. I also kind of understand when somebody says she doesn't deserve it because when you look at Scissors and what they were saying about it, how it's like it, it sold more. It spent a lot more weeks on the billboard. Her songs were on the billboard longer. I get it. Like I said, it, it was pretty much a toss up for me. I didn't have any stakes. I do think that uh, fuck Harry. I thought Beyonce should have won last year. Definitely. I, but- I still think that. And I don't know who Beyonce lost Lemonade to, but Lemonade. She lost it to Adele. Oh. Which, no offense, I love Adele, but 25 was not her greatest CD. Lemonade should have won. Yeah, 25 doesn't even hold a candle to 21 or 19. And don't even get me started on 30. But, yeah. You know, there's all these think pieces out there right now. And, you know, they said Susan Sher won because she's black and a black woman has won in 25 years, which I'm not saying she should win just because she's black, but I get what they're saying at that. But I thought it was so funny when they were like, of course Taylor was going to win, but, or Olivia, but not Scissor or Lana. And like, they're really dying on that hill that Lana was like Latina. And I'm like, it's like, if you're talking about that flower, baby, y'all know that woman white. If you're going to write this whole thing piece on Twitter, like, at least know. That's like me back in kindergarten uh, kindergarten and middle school. Anybody who had Diaz, <gasps> Mexican. <laughs> like, okay, you just can't assume that, Katrina. Or- Jackson, black. <laughs> like, come <laughs> on, come on. People are also mad that Taylor took Lana up to stage with her when she won Album of the Year. Yeah. Because Lana lost. I feel Lana was on the album. Like, take her up there. I think that's weird. That she took her up there? Yeah. I I see what some people might say, which I don't think is 100% true. I know people might they said, well, if she didn't take her up there, people would be talking about it. I don't think that many people would be talking about it. I think Versus her not taking her... What... Shit, now I done confused myself. Basically, what I'm saying is, if my ass just lost, but to be fair, I'm talking about me. So Lana could be feeling different. Yeah. If my ass just lost, let me lose. I'm not trying to be a part of 
your win as a participation trophy because she doesn't get a Grammy just because she was on the album. She used to. You, it, that's how it used to be. Uh-huh. But now you have to be on a certain percentage of the album in order to get the Grammy too. So it's like a kind of recognition, but kind of not really. I don't know. I, I personally would have liked to stay in my seat, but I do understand it. Yeah. I just don't believe the discourse of as many people talking about her bringing up Lana and how that was kind of weird. I don't think it'd be the same amount of people saying, why didn't she bring up Lana? I don't think so. Because the main focus has just been about her winning the damn album. I mean, the damn award period. That's been the biggest discourse. I think it was, uh, there was a lot of good people on there. Um, I was trying also, to Also, Miley's performance was great. I cannot believe you said it was okay. I just, I hate when Miley is always talking through flowers. Every performance I see of her, she always has like some little commentary saying, it's like, girl, just sing. Um, okay, I yeah, agree. okay. Like, yeah, I know Fantasia did the Tina Turner tribute. Yeah, Miley kind of did with her talking about my own flowers song. It's like, girl, like just do the Tina tribute at that point. Don't I don't like flowers? Well, oh, you did say that. Oh, I can't believe I love flowers actually. But it, I thought, okay, yes, if you're judging her on singing, yeah, it wasn't a great um, I think she performance through and through, but I, I was entertained. I thought it was very entertaining and very Miley like, especially for they tried to kill your favorite bitch today. <laughs> it just gave off those vibes. Also, sorry to keep bringing it back to Taylor, but they're like, oh, Taylor's so classless. Taylor's this, Taylor's that. But no one's saying the same shit about Miley, and she's the one who says, I might have forgot my panties. Well, to be fair, uh, people have been calling Miley trashy for 10 plus years. So that's ever since she, yeah, ever since she did her, 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 her switch into the bangers and everything since they've been calling her dirty, they've been calling her ugly, they've been calling her deranged. So to be fair, I'm, I, it that's just, she's already lived through that. So I feel like people aren't going to keep hammering that nail. Well, I am now. <laughs> just for the sake of fairness. Nobody talks about my Taylor. Not Taylor. I am, oh my goodness. Track five on Taylor's albums is always the saddest song. And her song on track five on this one is called So Long London. Joe Alwyn was from London. Or I don't know if he's from there, but he's like English. Oh, Lord. I was honestly... (laughs) You know, I don't care who whatever, but I was sad when they broke up just because the love song she has written about him. Were they the good ones? Yes. Was it Wildest Dreams? Who she write Wildest Dreams for? Wildest is probably Harry. Damn, that's low key. That's a that's a hit. Who she sing? Who she sing? Who's love? St- no, that's too old. I don't know who love story is because that came on the radio the other day, and my sister was singing it. She knew all the words and I only knew the chorus. But I said, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. The chorus, the chorus is, it hits. It ain't our song, but it, it's a, it's a decent chorus. But Wildest Dreams, our song, Picture to Burn, should have said no. She got my vote. I just, I cannot wait for that new album. I, I wish I could listen to it now, but that's my media, the Grammys. Damn. I don't know what to do. My media is the Grammys as well. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm trying to think what have I, I, I know I've watched something recently. I've done something recently, but I can't, this is why when I have my weeks, I should have my media ready, but I didn't. Okay. I, I feel like I haven't done this media before or I have, and it's old episode. So if you haven't watched or listened to an old episode, I can get away with this. So okay. I'm going to say my media is hello by Tegan and Sarah. And I'm going to tell you right why it is. For some reason, and I want to confirm this before I say it because I'd be lying. Hello is not on Apple Music and it pisses me off because it's my favorite Tegan and Sarah song. And Jose is the one who turned me on to this song in college. And so anytime I want to get into that melancholy mood and listen to the song, I got to fucking log into YouTube, go to my music playlist and play it there. And it frustrates me because then all the other Tegan and Sarah music is back on Apple Music that I want to listen to after that song. So it just throws <laughs> off my whole rhythm. But um, you have talked about this before. See, I love. Well, you talked about misery twice. So damn, let me have <laughs> let a bitch have one. I'll throw oh, in, I'll throw in uh, the other song I've been listening to, which is um, I don't know how to pronounce her name, so I'm not going to do that one. I lied. Oh, it's going to be um, I'll do "Only You" by Ashanti. I've been listening to more Ashanti songs lately, and "Only You" is a great song, especially because um, I feel like after. Ashanti's first album, which was so great, I didn't know if she was going to be a quote-unquote one-hit wonder. She was never going to be a one-hit wonder. She was on so many hit songs, but like, you know how an artist puts out one good album and then everything else is either trash or they don't do anything else? Yeah, they had their moment. Yeah, I thought that was going to happen to Ashanti. So when she came out with Concrete Rose and she had Only You and um, uh, The Way That I Love You and there's another song I really like on there. Um, she had those. I was like, oh, I knew you had it, didn't you? I knew you wouldn't let J-Lo put your ass down. So i just been listening to that song very much lately. And uh, that's about it. I'm, I'm very simple. I haven't been doing too much. I've been watching a lot of reels, a lot of cat content, a lot of cat uh, foster homes and shelters. And it makes me sad all the time, even though I love it so much. I've been following this one account. I think it's like Cats of San Bernardino or something like that. And they'll have a heartwarming video of rescuing a dog or a cat. And I'll be invested. And then a lot of them end happy. Like they get fo- they get healthy and, and fostered and then adopted. And then there'll be that one or two story where th- they're getting better. And then the next post is like, unfortunately. And I'm like, oh. I hate that. It, I- stabs me in the heart each time to the point where I told my sister, I said, I had to take a break from Instagram for a day or two because it was just getting to be so much like some of these cats I was like invested in a couple of them didn't make it. And I was like, oh, sitting here at work crying in the fucking break room. (laughs) I know. It's like you're crying over an internet cat. I hate it. But yeah, that's kind of, that's all the media I've been like watching. I've been on Instagram a lot and, uh, been listening to my main playlist and just watching YouTube. I've been a, I've been really tired <laughs> this week. I haven't really done a lot dealing mm. with family stuff, other things. So I haven't really laid down and delved into something new. I've been revisiting Renaissance because I'm like I'm ha- I'm in a happier 
spot right now. So I feel like Renaissance is good. And I forgot how good those transitions are. Like, when Chris. you're not paying attention, it's like, damn, what's on my own? Because <laughs> it goes so good. And there's some songs on there that I really love now. And I, I'm liking it a lot more now. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad. I might want to revisit Renaissance when I'm happy too. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it definitely is. Like, you know, when you're happy and you can like dance around while you're getting ready instead of like trying to force yourself. To yeah. Listen to it. Man. I liked it. When it first came out, I liked it. And then I was like, oh, I just, I'm not, I'm not in the mood to release my vision, you know, release my soul and all that. <laughs> they were breaking your soul. I, my soul was broken. I'm, it was. But I'm back, yeah. bitches. <laughs> it's a good album. I can't wait till the. I want to see the fucking um 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 the film again. I want it on um streaming apps. That's it, what it I will want. Be, I'm sure soon. Because I I can listen to the album fine, great. But I I want to see the dances again. I want to see the performances. That should have been my media. Have I talked about that yet? Yes. Okay. Great. Damn. Oh, uh, talk about that other movie I saw. Okay, that'll be my next next week. But if her next album's country, which it kind of is leading us to believe it is, that's what people saying. I am so ready, especially Texas. <laughs> yes, people. Okay, I feel like I people are trying to say that Renaissance should have won album of the year because it's a bunch of samples. Which it, in the context of Renaissance, she's giving birth, rebirth to all these songs. Like mm-hmm. I think that is such a genius way to do it. Now, if we're talking about Pink Friday, too, that is a lazy and cheap way to do it. And- I I think it's just so funny how people play the sample game with certain artists. Yeah, because now you can't do this. You can't do too many samples when it's about, like you said, doing the samples well. Uh, giving them justice as well as giving them new life. And she absolutely cleared it with that to the point where I didn't know some of those were samples and I knew exactly. a couple of those songs. A lot of them, you're like, oh, it's this sample. Let me find out from this song where this is like it. She did such an amazing job on that. She did, the tour was amazing. Mm-hmm. Kudos Beyonce. Beyonce 100%. is literally in her own lane. I hate when people try to compare people with Beyonce. There's no comparing. Especially because she's been doing this so much longer and she's still literally on top. When they were like, Beyonce did self-titled and then everybody else started doing surprise drops. And she did self-titled with not only a full album, with visuals. And then people couldn't even compete with doing that, but they did start copying those surprise drops. And then she does Lemonade. And then people want to start doing conceptual visual albums now some people are and were already doing this Beyonce is not the innovator but it was just the way that she did it it just it sparked something in the culture to the point where I was like why y'all want to compare her to any and everybody instead of just like enjoying her and um like uh not I don't want to say that but more like just accepting what she's doing, adapting it, and honoring her, they'd rather just like uh, take the idea and then uh, what do you want to call it? Uh, downplay her. Yeah, like she kind of I... she she's under she's over overrated, 
but everybody does what she does, but she still doesn't get all the accolades she deserves. And I'm like, well, damn, we're halfway in this. Even I, there's just, I hate, like, everyone always wants to attack Beyonce for some reason. And it's like, why? But I don't get it. People are like, oh, she's rich. She has all this. Why does she need all this more? And it's not like she's, we're like, give all the, all the words to Beyonce. It's just weird how y'all give her some of these awards, but the big ones, the huge ones where like, those are the ones people shoot for. Those are the ones she, she doesn't get, but her competitors who undersell her and who don't have the impact like her, they get them. It's like, mm. and especially how Beyonce has talked several times of she's out here making albums like other artists do singles and she likes to do a whole album. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a shame that she hasn't won album of the year because Lemonade, Renaissance, Four, like I think Four was a little ahead of its time. Self-titled is one of my favorites. So it's, it's kind of crazy. It's so crazy. Yeah. You got anything else? Episode, I think. I think we rambled enough. We sure did ramble. (laughs) (laughs) It was my fault because I've been cutting you off this whole episode. So, unfortunately, that's just what happens. Sometimes we ramble. When I ramble, when I cut you off, I'll be like, oh, got to let them talk now. And then now Uh I want to talk. I don't, I want to say some words too. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys for listening. It's been wonderful. Bye. See ya.